Welcome, 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 guys. How are you doing today, Mo? I'm good. Can't complain. How's everything with you, Saj? Everything is good. Excited to be back here. Absolutely. We had an amazing first episode. Yeah, it went good. Uh, great feedback. Absolutely. Some criticism, but, you know, yeah, I'm I, open for it. I love criti- constructive criticism is my favorite. Absolutely, man. It, it allows us to perfect what mm-hmm. we're doing. Um, allows us to kind of iron out the things that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I spent, you know, a good solid day on YouTube just learning about audio, video mixing, and all that stuff. So, That's good. Um, you know, learn something new. Yeah, of course. Okay, so we are talking about, we're just going to jump into today's topic, how to save money at weddings because weddings can get very expensive especially in the south asian market especially in the washington dc south asian Mm -hmm. market so first thing um i want to talk about saj is what are some of the best days of the year to kind of host a wedding yeah there's always an off season and an in season off season and dmv based where we are based in the dmv would be november to end of march November to end of March, every vendor will should will give you a better deal than they would from April to October. Even in 2022 and 2023, it's been the craziest <laughs> wedding year. Even in 2022 and 2023, in-season and off-season pricing, a vendor will definitely work with you more if you are in off-season. Got it. So, off-season, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about winter months mostly. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be cold. Yep. Um, you know, from a photography standpoint, I kind of find that as a benefit, right? My bride and grooms aren't sweating as they're walking around through DC and all that stuff. Um, so that's definitely a big plus for my clientele. Um, I don't know about you guys and all that stuff, but um, from us, I love winter months. Yeah. Snow. Especially if it's snowing, you can get really pretty pictures. Exactly, yeah. right? But so, I... I Again, I am personally a person I'd rather be cold than hot. I hate mid June four PM, three PM weddings, outdoor weddings. Ceremonies that you know, two, three hour ceremonies in the blazing sun. Cameras Mm -hmm. are overheating, guests are overheating and all that stuff. So (laughs) speaking about that funny story, this past summer we did a live stream and we well we wanted to do a live stream of the wedding ceremony but cameras overheated yep. we didn't we couldn't live stream anything yeah it honestly you know it's one of the more difficult factors when yeah. you're thinking about summer weddings and yeah. all especially like longer events like we use all professional grade equipment and all that however think electronics get hot right mm-hmm. things get hot and it's sometimes it's out of our control and all that stuff yeah. so but great point um, winter weddings just as fun what about days of the week is there a certain days For that are sure. cheaper do not pick a saturday if you have a certain budget fridays and sundays yes are better than a saturday but if you can go for a weekday but bro i'm trying to party though you can party on a sunday yo you but take... i got work in the morning you know on monday like it's your wedding you can take a few days not off. me but my guests you know like if they love you they will take a day off for you dang you're gonna throw it out like that yes if they love you guys if they do not take a day off for you if they can't i understand there's some sort of special circumstances but if they can and they don't take a day off for you that really speaks a lot to me shots fired <laughs> <laughs> cool so um you know talking about booking in terms of like off season and all that stuff right 
I'm sure it'll help if they book ahead of time as well, oh, rather than sure. like two, three months break before the event. For sure. Everybody who books in advance, like right now, if you're booking my venue right now, I'll lock you in for my 2022 or even 2023 price if you're booking for 2024. Dang, you're going to give me a hookup like that? I got you. So if you're booking for 2024, we haven't released our 2024 pricing yet, so we'll give you 2023. Mm -hmm. If you book me right now before the end of the year, we'll give you, for 2023, we'll give you 2022 pricing. You know? Every vendor will do that. You book them in advance, you'll get a much better price. Versus you book them a few months before your wedding. Yeah, that goes same with the photography business, right? Um, we normally raise our prices at the end of every year. You know, we're counter. You know, we got to counter with inflation, gas mm-hmm. prices, cost of labor going up, equipment's getting more expensive, and all that stuff, maintaining and all that stuff, and most importantly, growth, right? Um, growth of a studio or any vendor group. Um, I'm sure when you guys offer new services and all that stuff, prices increase as well, right? Yeah. Um, so food cost and labor cost has gone up so much mm-hmm. in this past. And I'm sure week. you guys see it when you guys go to the grocery store, gas pumps and all that stuff, right? Um, us vendors are no different. Um, a lot of us, this is our livelihoods. Of course. Right? Um, so we got to feed our own selves and on top of that commute, you know, sometimes three hours plus to your weddings and all that stuff. And I don't know how you guys do it with the catering business. Like, that's kind of crazy, like, having to drive a couple hours with food and all that stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, so. especially speaking about inflation while we're talking about it. You know, I, in the last how many ever years we've been doing this, there's a clause in every catering contract that, like, if there's a crazy market jump up, mm-hmm. you can activate that clause and you have to raise pricing because it's not possible for me to give you the same food cost pricing that I've already given you if the market, market cost is yeah, double. That's true. I, I, I went to Costco the other day. They're out of eggs. There's like an egg shortage going on right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like normally, like I, I literally walked in. I was like, hey, where are the eggs? So I'm sure that affects the catering side for somewhat. Sure. And also. So I've never had to activate that until this year because I've before, you know, to, I've, I've given everybody a good uh, time like two months in advance i'm like hey i there's no way i can give you the same uh pricing that i gave you because of the market and thankfully luckily everybody understood and we worked it out got it that's awesome so in terms of um booking in advance right mm-hmm. so that's a great way to save some money um what about prioritizing vendors right like yeah are there certain vendors that you know a you can kind of either remove or you know main be a little bit further down the list like what's kind of your take on that yeah for sure do you really need that for photo booth for six hours cakes cakes do you need a cake get a fake cake and get a sheet cake have Have the the caterer cut it jinx nobody (laughs) nobody will know uh do you really need that floor wrap yes absolutely (laughs) yeah but if you have a from a photo perspective bro those floor wraps are especially on the main day right kind of imagine this right you have this beautiful magenta you know cyan all these beautiful colors like the main day colors like Mm -hmm. the yellows the oranges the pinks and all that right and it ties into your floor wrap it makes it pop it makes a big difference but again if don't go over budget stay within the budget you know that if you want to save money, 
don't go for a floor or find if it's the value right yeah if you value it more than the cost of it absolutely yeah. go for it mm-hmm. right i think mm-hmm. it's a conversation to have with the family your fiance your significant other um figure out what is the right value to cost savings right find the balance between the two for sure for sure um what about diy awesome way to save some money Depends on the event, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you're doing like a dholki or a haldi day at home, um, I think that's a great opportunity to save some costs and all rather than getting a decorator um, or a caterer, you know, th- fire up the grill, throw some chicken tikkas on it, you know, serve the family that's there and all. Um, but on a major event, I'd, you know, it's just a lot more hectic, right? For sure. I've seen it, you know working events and all that stuff brides family members are arriving three four hours early um just to get make sure the decor is set up and all that right i'd rather have the mom the dad the brother or sister with their bride and groom doing their getting ready photos right stuff that makes a impact in their final album and all that stuff right um spend that a little bit extra money on the decor side um i think it'll be less you know stressful and more enjoyable for you for guys. sure get a decorator give them everything you need give them your budget and you know you can always find a decorator that will uh work with you in your budget i will never recommend diying your wedding or reception mm-hmm. it's so much more hectic uh it, you know, you know the, imagine it, if you forget something it's if you think you're not going to be anxious and you're not going to have anxiety you're wrong you are mm-hmm. gonna be really anxious. You're not gonna have fun. You're gonna be there two hours after your wedding, still cleaning up. If you're DIYing flowers, centerpieces, and all that. No, that's an awesome point. Speaking of flowers, another great area to save yeah. some cost, right? Fake versus real. Fake flowers, fake flowers, fake flowers. If you are on a budget, real flowers can get. Yes, I know they're very, very pretty, and they but, smell nice. Yeah, they smell great. <laughs> but fake flowers are one third of the price that you can get real flowers for, and you can always spend rent fake flowers. There are a lot of websites and companies out there um, that ship all over the U.S. Some even all over the world, where you can pick your custom colors. And tell them this is what you want, and they'll make a fake arrangement, and with bouquets and centerpieces, they'll ship it out. You use it, and you ship it back. That's that's a solid business idea. I, whoever thought of that, is a complete genius. Yeah. Right, like rent a flower, like, yeah. and they genius. reuse it. Yeah, that's I'm absolutely. What about like you know seasonal flowers and stuff like that? Seasonal right? like, flowers. I'm too. sure winter time roses are a lot more expensive than they would be mm-hmm. in peak season. Um, I don't know what what's considered a winter flower but um yeah i don't know that many too much about flowers yeah. but i have had uh bride ask me for some flowers in the winter mm-hmm. and of course that's gonna get you know that's not coming from or this area yeah that's obviously being shipped, shipped internationally mm-hmm. maybe and who's paying that cost you guys are yeah not very true what about different types of flowers right roses are definitely mm-hmm. more expensive um if you're set on doing real flower arrangement Look at alternatives, baby breasts, um, hydrangeas. hydrangeas, daisies. You know, there's tons of different flowers. It doesn't always need to be roses. Yeah. Um, be transparent with your florist, you know, tell them or decorator, tell them this is your budget and they won't, they will show you stuff that you can do in your budget. Absolutely. And I don't think that only goes for decor though. That goes with every vendor. I think vendor. for every vendor, even from photo video perspective, like if you guys reach out to me, tell me, hey, this is the budget that I'm working with. What can we do? 
I'll make some recommendations. You may not, mm-hmm. it may not be the vision board that you guys had in your mind for your wedding. Like if you're on YouTube, Pinterest, and trying to look at, you know, the best of the best weddings, and you want to do it within five hundred thousand dollars, I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna tell you guys that's not realistic. Um, you know, we'll we'll work with you guys to create a package that fits your needs and all that stuff, yeah, right? If you want to save money and if you have a budgeted wedding, get off Instagram, mm-hmm. get off Pinterest. And start talking to vendors. Give them this is your budget. And either they'll work with you or they won't. You know, I love when somebody tells me, hey, this is my budget. I have to work within this rather than going back and forth. And yeah, back and absolutely. Forth. Yeah, 100%. I'd rather know your budget and spend hours and hours on negotiation mm-hmm. um, and not get anywhere at the end mm-hmm. of it, right? So um, let us know. Transparency goes both ways. Um, I'm here to help you guys and I want to make sure that you guys are happy with the product that we, you receive from us. Yeah, for sure. So, what about a lower guest count? You know, did we already talk about that? No, but that's a solid idea. Can you imagine none of the aunties and uncles walking around with like iPads? <laughs> I know that's your favorite. <laughs> but yeah, lower guest count is a big thing. The more people you have at your wedding, the more money you're going to spend, mm-hmm. the more stomachs and mouths you have to feed and it's can get expensive yeah from food cost you know plates chairs rentals all that stuff um and then it kind of segue from lowering like guest costs also like look into like all-inclusive venues like caterers that have venues right i'm sure there's some sort of cost savings there as well yeah for sure and all (laughs) an all-inclusive venue will save you much more money Rather than, yes, when you go to a venue that has nothing, a blank canvas, you you might think that is a cheaper cost. But at the end of the day, after dealing with rental companies and mm-hmm. caterers that are bringing in everything and taking out, there's some venues that even don't even have a dumpster. Uh, you have to take trash out and you got to bring ice in and, you know, take the ice back or whatever. Those things add up yep. rather than a venue that has a catering team that can cater everything, that can provide everything, a much better option, much cheaper option. Yeah, yes. and those Shravari chairs are not cheap to rent. It's a $10 per chair know, rental. It's insane. I if, rented it for my sister's wedding or my cousin's wedding. It was uh, it was a costly number. For sure. So At White's Ferry Manor, we give you Shravari chairs. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. So... Kind of coming back to tying all this back together, right? So lower guest count sounds like it makes a significant impact to the bottom line, right? Um, what's as a planner, what is one of the better ways to kind of get a breakdown of the cost of the entire wedding? Do you yeah. kind of look at it like as a big number at the bottom? Do you look at it as like a per person cost? What's kind of like your tip for that? Yeah, of course. My one of my first questions during the initial consultation is. What is the total total that you guys want to spend? What is the total total you can spend? Um, but also while in my budget, if you have a good wedding planner, they will do this for you. They will give you a total per person cost. In budgeting, you have fixed costs and variable costs. Like venue and catering will be always variable rather than your DJ and photo booth, mm-hmm. phot- photographer. Those are your fixed costs. Those don't uh, change. Number of hours they change, but not depending on guest count. Well, from a photo perspective, right? The only time guest count really increases would be like if we need to get a second photographer, yep. second videographer, right? Or thirds. If, yeah, right? So if we're covering, you know, a, a wedding above 125, right? 
if our clients are asking like hey we want detailed coverage like candid shots of the party um you know we're gonna need that second photographer that second videographer right um as the number gets bigger we're gonna need more photographers more editing time to edit those additional photos and all that stuff so there's a small fluctuation but it's not a variable cost in terms of like when once we have that ori- uh, original consultation, we'll have a pretty good idea of what you're looking for and all. Yeah, yeah. So rather than catering, you know, catering will always give you a per person price. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got to, you know, always add that in your budget. No. Awesome. Awesome. So I think we gave, shared some really great tips this episode. Um, if you guys feel like we didn't cover anything or you guys feel like we missed something, put it down in the comment section. Um, we definitely want to hear it. Um, I believe we may work on a part two on this once maybe, we get some maybe. additional feedback. If you or a bride or groom that saved or a family member that saved at your wedding and you have an insider tip, put it in the comments. Help us make it in another episode. Help the other people listening and watching. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you have something, if you have a better idea how to save money at a wedding, put it in the comments. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us today on the wedding podcast. This is Mo. Yeah, this is Sahaj. I hope you guys all have a good night, morning, evening, day, whatever you guys are doing. Have fun doing it and good luck. And keep chasing your dreams, guys.